Hey, good evening. This is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio, number 183, dropping January 23rd. And I have returning guest. She's been on before. Becky, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I am Becky Tuff. I'm a creative by nature, and I have a few businesses that I like to immerse myself in. Becky, A-K-G-Q, tough. And, and yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk creativity. Um, now, folks, Becky was on a couple of podcasts last year in 2019 and 2018 about the Young Living Essential Oils. And, and feel free, Becky, if you want to talk about that. But this is really about a different like business you're building around uh, creative arts and how you as a veteran and other veterans use creativity to really do something unique. So I'm just going to um, start there with that. What do you got for us tonight? What's pretty cool? I've got lots of things. Um, I use my art as my stress relief. My dad was a creative. He did a lot of woodworking. My brother was a painter. It's kind of something I've grown up with. So... Um, one of the things I'm going to do tonight, I'm going to do a couple different um, pour techniques for acrylic, oh, which is a lot of fun and not very difficult. So anyone who's interested in getting in on a new type of art, this one is a pretty simple one because it's very abstract. Okay. So what do you got there? Is that like magic goo? What, what is that? Not magic, it's, uh, this is just a white acrylic paint. It has some pouring medium mixed in it, and it's something called Floetrol, and the Floetrol helps give cells once we get closer to the end of this, and then a little water, because you don't want your paint really thick or it's not gonna move. Awesome, awesome, I can't wait. I've put a little bit of a base paint on here, um, so now I'm just gonna, Pour some of this down so I have a base so that when I put my colors down, they just kind of flow and create the uh, fun patterns. So is that like, is, is, that like, is that like a, like a, for lack of a better term, is that like a primer that you're putting on right now? Kind of. It's. It's the same paint that I would use for the rest of the project. It's just giving me a slip base. Gotcha, gotcha. The thing can slide around on the canvas. It is a messy art. But isn't art mess? It, that's the hardest thing for me with, with this art is it's messy. I am OCD type A personality. No. <laughs> but I love this. So your your husband, who's been on Oscar Mike Radio, may have mentioned that one or two times. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah, but it's okay. It's good. So what are you doing now? You got uh, like a blue color. I have metallic cobalt. Oh. Gonna, the the method I'm going to do today on this canvas is going to be a blow method. It's called a Dutch pour. Okay. So put the paints down and then I'll blow them around with my hair dryer and actually blowing on it. 
man, this is awesome off the rails. And you got to understand, folks, usually I, I get somebody to talk to me and they just talk to me, which is cool, which is good. But this is like the first really interactive uh, video slash podcast we're doing this. So for you people listening, she's taking um, different colored paints and putting them on this this white background. And, and I, she says it's easy. It looks like magic to me. So we've got some blues, some pinks. I like to just play with colors. I think this is another metallic purple. Oh, like LSU. No. <laughs> no. This is a Buffalo house. Colorado? Yes. What? Born and raised. Oh, that's right. That's right. Then you put a little bit, you do some white along either side because you're going to blow the paint over, blow the white over the colors, and then push them out. All right. I got a bunch of canvases here getting caught up. out that is wild look at what it's doing it's it's like yeah it, it, so i'm watching the colors all kind of come together and so it's a one-of-a-kind like art thing i don't even know what i'm looking at but it's cool as all get out with a hair dryer huh with a hair dryer yes that's amazing with a hair dryer the only bad thing, I'm used to working on much bigger canvases than this. So I use a little more paint than, but it still came out really awesome. And then we take the torch. A torch. It'll pop any extra air bubbles. Plus it will make cells, which will look really cool. Okay. So she's taking the torch right now, moving it over the painting and, um, which is a first for me. This is all new to me, folks. This is this is something else. It's totally cool. Normally have a better view when I do it on my lives because I'm directly over my paintings. Well, one day we will be doing this, folks, in person, her and I. So we're just trying this out tonight, and she's a really good sport. So thank you, Becky. Oh, yeah. Now, if my, my daughter was just in here, and then she disappeared. So when she comes back, I have a piece that I did last week that I can actually tilt up and show you. Okay, cool. These end results usually look like, but I really like this one. It's kind of galaxy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, you know, uh, I'm looking into space, like I'm in a ship or something, and there's a big uh, nebula out there. I'm going to take it and set it over here. Okay. And hopefully get my daughter's attention in a minute. So one of the other things that I've been also doing lately, make sure I don't have a lot of paint on my gloves, are cups. Oh yes. Yes. Now you made a cup that a, a lady um, 
in Massachusetts liked. And, you know, we got that tour. And, and so how did you get into, you know, thinking about cups and, and doing that with cups? Because not many people do. Yes. Look at that folks. That's like, if that doesn't say freedom, I don't know what that, it's just awesome. It's like the flag is blowing you captured on a cup. Now, what got you to think to, to try that out and as, a, as a thing back here? Is it just an idea that just said, I'll do it. It's cool. Really kind of a funny story. Um, it started with the paint pouring. I didn't have any canvases. I just had some paints and I wanted to try the paint pouring. And so I talked to Jim and I was like, hey, we have this old stool in the bathroom. Nobody's ever going to see it. So if it's ugly, nobody's going to see it. Do you mind if I do this paint pour on top of it and just try this technique out? So he's like, go for it. We did a live video. It was my very first paint pour and it was awesome. We both loved it. And I decided that just putting lacquer on it would not be enough to protect it. So I wanted to do epoxy over it. Oh, okay. To, to just make it a nice hard surface. One of my photography friends came over and she saw it and she had just bought a cup from one of her friends, showed it to me. She's like, you need to be doing this. So jumped into learning as much as I could about the cups and started making cups. And that's kind of, but there, but now if, if I correct me if I'm wrong here, it's my understanding that each cup is unique. There's no two cups alike. Oh, absolutely. Every there's, especially with, these are my hydro dips. So there's absolutely no way to make two cups exactly the same. You can use the same colors, but it's all going to be completely different every time. Uh, I can make similar cups or cups that, you know, I can make a series of cups that all have red bases and white on top or whatever. Um, but for the most part, they're all going to be unique unless this is the one, unless, unless I do a fabric cup. A fabric cup? Which is where I take fabric and put it on the cup. Get out. Now, how does that work? Um, you put Mod Podge on it. You put the fabric on. You flatten it out really, really well. Um, and then you seal it up with Mod Podge several times. Uh, put the bottom, put the glitter on the bottom if you want glitter on the bottom and then epoxy it. Now, as you're making this, these, these things, what, what, what kind of feelings going through your mind? Is it a sense of satisfaction or is it just a sense of, Hey, this turned out just the way I want it to. And it's really cool. Depends on the cup. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Some of the cups I'm really inspired and I'm like, I need to do something like this. Some of the cups I'm like, well, what's going to sell? And I may not be as inspired to make it, but it might be something that'll sell at, I have a vendor event coming up. So something that might sell at a vendor event. Um, but most of the time I really try to, put my personal touch on everything and make it something that I enjoy making. So enjoyment gives you satisfaction when you see it completed. Yeah. The process. The, the art is my de-stress time. Really? 
So just, just, just if I may, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Sorry, folks. Sorry, Becky. You know, a, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of veterans, especially are looking for that inner calm space. And, and you've said before tonight that, you know, uh, art helped you get there. Why do you think that works? For me, it works because I'm not thinking about anything else. So I can kind of clear my mind by just focusing on this one task at hand. And it's calming because you have to take your time. If you rush, especially with cups, if you rush, if you skip a step, you know, if you're in too much of a hurry, you're going to ruin the cup. Gotcha. You're going to make a mistake and you're going to ruin the cup and then you're going to have to start all over. So it's just slowing down and focusing on what you're doing at the time. And, and while, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I don't like assumptions, but I'm going to take an educated guess here. And, and while you say self-admittedly that you're OCD, isn't there kind of release that you don't have to control the whole outcome? You can just let it be, but the execution, how you yes. did it is perfect. So it's kind of a balance there. It, one of the one of my favorite cups to make, and this is actually my absolute favorite cup. It's called a glitter swirl. A glitter swirl. Okay. Yeah. So you put a good thick layer of epoxy over the cup while it's turning on the turner, and then you just sprinkle glitter on it in essentially stripes um, with coordinating colors. You warm it up, and as you warm up the epoxy it swirls around the cup. Oh, cool. You have no real control over the end outcome, just the colors that you use. And it looks, this one looks very much like a galaxy. It says, this is not the coffee you're looking for because I'm a Star <laughs> Wars fan. And don't blink because I'm a Doctor Who fan. Really? So, it's actually kind of a funny story. I was doing a glitter swirl live on my Facebook page a few days ago and had asked Jim if he wanted a cup, another cup. And he said, no, I have plenty of cups. And he was watching me make this glitter swirl cup and typed in on the live and said, I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to make him one. Darn, darn. So, yeah. You're doing these now, do you, do, you, do you take them to like craft fairs or do you donate them? Do you, do you try to sell them? How's that all, how's that all work? Uh, for the most part, I try to sell them. Um, I do have a Facebook group, Two Sisters Arts. Two Sisters uh, Art, okay. My best friend, who's basically like my sister, we kind of are in this together right now. She does most of the behind the scenes stuff with posting the photos and everything she hasn't had much time to come over and work on them like she would like to. Um, but we have that on Facebook. I have a YouTube channel that I post all my live videos to from Facebook. Oh, okay. Um, but it's not, I haven't been able to search it. So if you wanted to see the videos, you'd have to go to my Facebook group and then click the link. So uh, folks, I'll try to have some of those links in the blog post for uh, this podcast because you want to check out her work. It's pretty cool. It's really cool when you do a live stream, like people do live streams all the time, but 
you know, you, you realize you're watching this being created and, and it's really informative. It's re really, I mean, I'm not really artistic, but I, I've learned a lot. Probably one of my favorite lives that I have done was the picnic table. Yeah, right. that was, that was wild. So big. Yes. That's, that's the size I'm used to working on is something really big. The, the canvases, I love doing them, but they're so small and I overdo it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, when it was that big, you, you made it yours and you're able to scale it up really well. And it was very, very important. I'm, I'm going to try to find that one to put there because it was really cool how you did it, how you used every inch of the table to do something. It, it was, it was a plain table. Now it's something different and it was really amazing to see. So it's two sisters art. Arts. Arts. Oh, sorry. Two sister arts. Excuse me. And you know, Folks, for, for people that don't know, and I'll have links to the prior podcast, you were a medic in the Army. I was. So, I mean... Vaccines. Got, oh, sorry? Get your vaccines. <laughs> we got... We're, now, now, folks, the next, next one we do with you, Becky, we're going to talk about that because I had a very interesting conversation uh, about vaccines. Um, well, if I may for a second, one of the things that we're talking about is bubonic plague and, and other kinds of measles and, and uh, diseases that are starting to rise again because people aren't being vaccinated. And uh, you've been very passionate about that. And I, I just, I'm just like, look, I mean, those diseases, polio was a scourge in our country to like 40 years ago. Now it's practically unheard of. What do you think people are thinking about when they just say, no, we're not going to do this, even though there's all this evidence that says it's a good idea? A lot of the stuff that I read is, is people try to say that the diseases were eradicated with the invention of indoor plumbing and better yes. hygiene. It helped. It did help. But... As you can see, we have plumbing and indoor hygiene, or we have indoor plumbing and better hygiene. I can't talk tonight. And we still are getting these diseases, and it's more common and more prevalent in the people who are not getting vaccinated. Um, the flu, especially, the flu is a huge epidemic this year. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Miserable, and, and I, I just, I just wonder. It's, it's like we're regressing. I mean, you, you know, if you, if you told parents forty years ago that they were going to uh, not do the polio vaccine, they would have been run out of town. And now it's like, okay, sure, that's, it's their right. I'm like, well, is it their right though, Becky, to affect other kids? Two and. I've done some research into the manda mandated vaccines and with the mandated vaccines they're trying to also mandate vaccines for kids who would be injured by them because of other illnesses that they have okay it would be across the board that I don't agree with because there's plenty of kids out there that have illnesses that prevent them from getting the vaccines. But that's why everybody else needs the vaccines to help protect the ones that can't get them. 
Well, my, my only rebuttal to the indoor plumbing argument, and I've heard that one before, is, well, it's funny, you know, we're, we're one of the few countries in this world where indoor plumbing is prevalent and still without vaccination over time, these diseases come back. Oh yeah. So indoor but plumbing it helps. helps. But it's not going to be, it's not the end all. It, it, it helps, but it doesn't cure the problem. Well, for, for me, I just don't like going to the doctor, Becky. That's, that's the thing, man. I'm, I'm getting over that though. I went to the, I went to the VA doctor, uh, last month. He said, I'm healthy as a horse. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. But they were smart. Those nurses got smart real quick and scheduled me for an appointment before I left. They didn't, I, I tried the old, well, I'll, I'll call you in like a week or two for an appointment. They're like, no, nah, no, nah. <laughs> you're getting scheduled now and you're going to get reminded before you come. So, but so what you're saying is, you know, art is one part of health vaccines are one part of health and, and essential oils can be one part of health. Mm -hmm. You really talked about if you, and if you would please elaborate on this whole concept of whole health, the whole body and mind being healthy. I, I just kind of want to know if you would, would talk to us about that for a second. Yeah. Um, if it's been shown that your emotions, which is your mental health can affect your physical health. Anger is held in one part of your body, your internal organs. Um, off the top of my head, I think it's the liver is where anger is held. So if you are an angry person, you are at a higher risk for having liver issues. Oh, wow. And um, stress, it's your heart. And when you are full of stress and you can't release your stress, you're at a higher probability of having heart issues. And it, that's, you know, that's why they say, you know, this person was really stressed out and then their physical body went. They're linked. Your whole body is linked, emotional and physical. So you need to take care of everything. That's why self-care has become such a huge phenomenon, we can say. Okay. Is the, the meantime, taking care of me, not feeling guilty about taking care of yourself. Because, you know, there's all, there is somebody out there for everybody that wants you to be happy and healthy and alive. Well, when I find her, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Your kids want you alive. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, they want me alive. So, uh, I can get beat at Madden and other things. So uh, that's all good, but it's all fun. Um, you know, speaking of kids, you know, what do your kids think of, of mom doing this? Um, you know, for Jim on the other side, you always see them uh, adding to his uh, daily messages and it's kind of cool. I mean, how do your kids like this? They love it. Um, during the summers, we will do stuff outside. I had, a whole bunch of the neighborhood ki kids over this past summer. Yeah. Um, and everybody made a canvas. Okay. Oh, cool. Paint pour on a canvas. Um, I've had the, each of my kids has a cup that they did their own hydro dip on. They picked the colors. I helped James, the littlest that has a cup. I helped him with the spray paint. 
but they sprayed their colors. They did all that. They dipped it. And I just epoxied it for them. So I, I try to get them in it as much as I can. But again, it's, it's hard with the avoiding the messes. <laughs> but, I but, <laughs> well, I, I, I would just, first of all, I commiserate sometimes because uh, messes do happen. Even when they get older, Becky, uh, being, being 18, 19 is no cure for messes, as I'm finding out. So uh, I, I definitely can understand that. But I just, one of the reasons I want to talk to you is there's a lot of vets I talk to who, who are they're kind of apprehensive about going into the arts because it's, it, it's, 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 it takes some technique and takes some time to get to learn the skills and they don't want to be seen as this fumbling idiot doing this. And I have no problem being the fumbling idiot doing <laughs> So you just got to get over is what you're saying. Yeah, get over yourself and have fun with it. I do my live videos, most of my live videos on my Facebook page is me trying a technique for the very first time. So I'm just, just let's go for it. All right, well, that's cool. So, you know, if you're, if you're a person or a veteran, and here's the thing, you don't have to be a veteran to appreciate Becky's work. Uh, I'm going to have the link to two sisters arts on the blog post and in the YouTube and Facebook live description, please like, and share on both, both pages. Are you going to create something else before we wind down, Becky? Are you, yeah. you get, all right. So I had a quick poor, poor method. All right. Can't wait. <laughs> we got to have our base paint again, of course. Let's see if anybody in my house is listening and can come in and maybe grab that other project that I was talking about. Well, in my house, they won't listen until I get on the phone and start talking. Then all of a sudden, there's there's 15 different emergencies and something else going on. I'm on the phone. <laughs> oh, well, well, yes, you are. Hello. She spreads the base coat over the entire frame to make sure it's nice and even, folks. I'm trying to like do some commentary on this golf style. All in the wrist, Becky is a pro. Okay, so pick out four colors. Ooh, us okay, very easy. Uh, red, blue, gold, and if you have it, I'm just curious, black. I got black, but yellow gold, but I have silver. Silver silver's fine. And we do a little metallic white to You heard that folks? Metallic white. And you got to understand the reason I'm kind of, you know, chuckling at myself about this, ladies and gentlemen, is I'm doing good to identify the colors of the rainbow. Like, like indigo is not blue. Violet is not purple.
Who is that out there? James. James, go grab one of the mermaid tails out of the garage, please. Okay. Mom has her helpers going out the garage and she's putting all this paint into a glass. And this is what I like. I mean, when you, when you, when you, ladies and gentlemen, watch the Facebook live videos of her doing this, it's, you have a, a blank canvas one minute and then an explosion of colors and depth the next. It's, it's, it's something else. And I never was an art student, didn't do well in fine arts class, if I'm being honest. And, uh, I'm going to throw a pop of the metallic cobalt in there. What? A pop of metallic cobalt. Yeah. All right, just stay right there for a minute. Okay. All right, so. So all the colors are mixed, and now she's pouring it on the canvas she's prepared earlier. Whatever will happen. Oh, wow, it's kind of like, so she, folks, she poured it in the canvas, and it's like pancake batter that's spraying out in a pan. It's, it's this big circle. It's pretty cool. And she's tilting the, the the canvas, and now the colors are doing some crazy stuff. That is so wild. You can't buy this overseas, folks. You can't buy this in China. This is just one hundred percent U.S. made. <laughs> like the whole image is floating now. It's coming. To, I mean, I don't know what it is, but it's just cool. That is wild, Becky. It's fun. See, and it's easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think if if it works out and I can get to Florida, I could probably do one. Oh yeah, <laughs> you absolutely could. Anything that involves a flame or fire is all right in my book. Look at that. So there's no hair dryer. You just did this all analog. Yep. Awesome. Lots of different techniques. All right. James is going to hold up his tail, and I'm going to try and guide him to make sure he doesn't knock anything over. Hold it up. Hey, James. Oh. There we go. Oh, like a, oh my God. That's like a whale tail. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Each of the kids got one of these. I made it in each of their favorite colors. And this is the hairdryer technique called the Dutch core. The Dutch core. That so, is awesome. Thank you, James. Thank you. Next, I will seal it and put their names with vinyl on it. Seal it again, and then probably put epoxy over it. Man, that is awesome, Becky. I really appreciate you uh, sharing uh, this with us all. And you know, it, again, you know, your 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 mom, wife, mother. You, you got several different things going on, several different projects at any given time, and you can just see how this would calm you down, and and really, uh, you know, make something beautiful and unique. It's a lot of fun. So people, people can find you again on Facebook at Two Sisters Arts. 
Once you invite in, then they're. Oh yeah, no, I understand. This is the best part, though. So, but to find people to find you, it's two sisters arts. Yes. Awesome. The number two sisters arts on Facebook. No problem. You guys will see that um, as we go through this. Hey, uh, Becky, I'm just I can't wait to get to Florida and and really try this in person. And again. It just goes to show that you don't have to be a Picasso or a Da Vinci to create something and have fun doing it. And I think that's good for all of us who are kind of stressed out and dealing with our own fight. So uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person this year. Hopefully everything works out. And, um, you know, folks, if you want unique gifts, you know, especially for Independence Day coming up or Christmas or birthdays, Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong with two sisters' arts and the main lady, GQ. And you know, they call it art therapy for a reason. Hey, I, I, I'm totally there. I'm totally there with you. So this is number 183, folks, winding down. Uh, time just flies. We're having a lot of fun. Becky, I just want to say thanks again for coming on and making this all work on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, again, this podcast will uh, air on the 23rd of January, 2020. I am Travis. Becky, thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. We are locked through lunch. All right. Thank you very much. I'm going to...